0: I strongly believe that we are meant to work out every day. Mm. And I am strongly... So no days off. I just don't think that you need to. I really believe.
1: (laughs) I I really (laughs) not our pregnant friend in the class turned around and said, "You are responsible for getting her pregnant again because her body was so good." Oh yeah, she did. Her husband couldn't resist her. Yeah, she's like,
2: "Look, I've been working out. My body is hot, and I got pregnant again." So she's back in. Yeah, her baby.
1: Welcome to another episode of 8020. I'm Georgia Sinclair, and next to me I have Shanina Shike And today we are joined by a very dear friend of ours, Lauren Cleband, who is the creator of LEK Fit. She's a mom, she's an entrepreneur, she's a fitness legend. Welcome. <laughs> Thank
0: you. I'm Thank so you for so happy happy joining
1: us. Here. Thanks, you guys. <laughs> so I want to kick off the show talking about LEK Fit, which okay. is our favourite fitness method, as you know, Shanina you. and I are massive fangirls. We're in class all the time. Yes. <laughs>
2: we just sit there and watch you.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> you guys, if, if you're not aware of what LEK Fit is, you should be. Check it out on Instagram. Um, first impression for us when we walked into the class. And Tell me. We knew a little bit about it, but we didn't know you. Yeah. Was, I mean, it was a show. It was yes. like going to Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, I'm it serious. <laughs> like, you walk in, I'll just set the scene for you. So you walk in, and there's a bunch of rebounders everywhere, so like mini tra- trampolines, mm-hmm. and everything is so chic. Like the studio is gorgeous. Every, pretty much everyone in the class is wearing black, which we love. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's set up sort of like the rebounders are all spaced out, and then there's this stage at the front. It has. It's actually on. not a stage.
2: It's just the floor.
1: It's just the floor. It's yeah. just.
2: It, but it feels like a stage. It feels like a yes. stage. It's
1: lit to look like a stage. Yeah. yeah. And then you know the girl, the lovely girls at, at Lek Fit go in. They set it up. They make it look amazing. Mm-hmm. And then in walks this gazelle, <laughs> Lauren, who's sitting here on the couch. And it is just, like, you don't even want to work out at the start because you're just too busy staring at you. (laughs) Walking in just going, oh, my God, she looks so amazing. I want to look like her. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Um, So tell us a little bit about your business. Like, how did you come up with the L.E.K. method? What's the inspiration behind it?
0: Well, before I did L.E.K. Fit, I was a professional dancer. So it was a natural progression to go into fitness. And even while I danced, I was in the fitness industry. Playing with all kinds of different class concepts, um, which ultimately became L.E.K. Fit, and then when I had my first son, who's now ten, oh, wow. um, I had to pivot out of the professional dance world, um, and so that was really the time to get fully into fitness and create, begin creating a method. And what what that was is I wanted something that I could do my full, complete workout in a shorter amount of time than I was used to because I was now a new mom and trying to navigate that. So I created what is now LEK Fit Boost, which you're describing the class that you guys took. Yep, 9.30. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> your, full, your full, complete workout. Um, and it's generally done in 50 minutes or less. Uh, and that was kind of... The whole idea behind it, and then over time, I've come up with different iterations and different class concepts. You guys have taken Mm -hmm. Define, which is our hero Matt ballet Pilates class that really um, complements the LEK Fit Boost class. Oh God, I'm I'm
1: getting trauma (laughs) here thinking about the burn that happens during Define. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I think Define (laughs) is more challenging than the Boost class. Can you explain to everybody like what
2: that is, Um, like with class, like the weights? how many workout tools we need, yes. what we need to bring to class. Because yes. I think that's also important for people to understand. It's like, okay, that's a lot. It's uh, it's the boost. It's the trampoline. It's the Pilates. It's the ballet. It's yeah. the dance involved. But there's more.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I really designed it. Um, I strongly believe that we are meant to work out every day. Mm. And I am strongly... So no days off. I just mm. don't think that... You need to. Okay. I Oops. really believe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, no, it's not a failure. What 80 20. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things. I think if you try, if you said, okay, for 30 days, I'm gonna trust Lauren and I'm gonna move my body every day. Mm-hmm. Now, we have different concepts we have 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 45, 50, and 60. So it, you don't have to move for 60 minutes every day. But mm-hmm. I really think, short of an injury or an ailment, you're, you're, we're designed to move. Mm. And I, of course, want you to move with us, with me. So I've created a concept that you can do for seven days without getting injured or burning out or overworking something. We've created it and structured it in a way that you can and should do it every day. And so within that seven-day period, you have a group of muscles that we're focusing on. And then that group switches next week. I don't believe in leg day, arm day, ab day, glute day. This body is what we have and it's constantly working and we need to constantly be working it together. Uh, I don't believe in separating those things, but I do believe in focusing and moving throughout those focuses to avoid plateau and boredom and injury. And so yes, what you need as far as the props and the equipment changes also every seven days. Some weeks were really heavy, really heavy, six pounds, 10 pounds. I mean, it's heavy when you do it for for a long time. (laughs) And it's it's just enough because of course we're both, we're for both men and women, but we are predominantly for females. I'm female. Mm I'm the one creating the method. And so it's enough that I can build that strength, which becomes really important as we age. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not so much that I'm, you know, getting my body to a place that I don't want it to be and that wouldn't be natural. It wouldn't be natural for me to have big, huge muscles. That wouldn't be natural for my body. I would have to do a lot to get there. I just want a strong body for strong heart, strong bones, strong muscular structure system. Um, And so that's why we kind of go back and forth and in between with the bands, the heavy weights, the ankle weights, and so on. And yeah, we have a concept that is intervals with cardio, and we have a concept that is no cardio and kind of weave in and out throughout the week. Wow.
1: Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about the science behind it because you said before that you don't believe in leg day, you don't believe in ab day, which is, I feel like that's how most people work out at the gym. Yeah. For you, every week you focus on a specific group of muscles Mm -hmm. and that's what you do for the week. Right. Not only that, uh, for those of you at home that don't know Lauren's technique, it's, it's one exercise per song in your class, yes. isn't yes. it?
0: So it can go for like four minutes. So that's where my dance background comes in. So every class, you guys started the show talking about it being a stage, um, which I guess is really true. Yeah. Every class is designed as if it were a performance. So there's a very clear beginning very clear middle and a very clear end, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and it is designed that way. And so the way I choreograph it is per song, and we use the beats and the, how we um, structure the playlist, which I'm sure you can understand, Georgia. Like it's very specific and very important to the whole experience. Of oh, the I'm workout. not gonna
1: lie, I get my Shazam out in your <laughs> club. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, damn, Lauren's on something so that I don't happy. know about. But, uh, <laughs> I love that.
2: It's the boost you need to like keep
0: you motivated to yeah. keep going because yeah. we all can. Easily clip our workouts from our to-do list. That's yeah. oftentimes the Guilty. first thing to go. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 I came to your class six months postpartum. And I I think I eight weeks, I think, is from your doctor, six to eight weeks. They so say so you can get the clear to work out. And I yeah. worked out maybe once. And I was like, okay, well, I did it once. That's great. But I really took the time to get back into uh, what filled – what felt great for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember Georgia sent you videos and I was like, this is great. And then she mentions like, Lauren's had three kids. I was like, what? <laughs> yes. I was like, wow. So for me coming into a workout and having a baby and knowing you like, oh, she's, she's a mom. She knows what to do with her body. Mm-hmm. Obviously for three kids, you know also the science about what is right for your body and what to do. And when I walked in, you asked some really great questions about what's happening with me, injuries, but just had a baby. You asked me if I just had a baby Mm -hmm. and we're talking about prolapse and things Mm -hmm. that are happening inside. And I think that's a really important um, subject to talk about because women seem to go into workout or we get the clear from the doctor like, all right, go ahead. But there's so many other factors that's happening with the body and it's actually creating I guess, like more tragic events, right? If they don't take care, it It can be very dangerous. dangerous. Like, so what is that, um, for you? Like what are the big no-nos and the things to be cautious of?
0: So, um, the first thing that we do is actually during pregnancy. So we start to alter and give modifications once someone has reached their second trimester. Prior to that, uh, working out with me or really anything, the rule of thumb is you don't want to do anything new while you're pregnant. So if you were running on a treadmill pre-pregnancy, great, keep doing it. If you were riding on a bike, great, keep doing it. If you were jumping on the rebounder, great, mm-hmm. keep doing it. That baby is not going to bounce out of your body. That's a popular <laughs> question. And sometimes. Wait, people actually ask that? People, people actually ask that, and, and oftentimes I have found that doctors aren't totally aware. They're very aware of what they do, but right. not necessarily aware of exercise. I know way back when, when my mom was having babies, women were told not to exercise yes. while they were pregnant. That has completely shifted. Yeah. Um, and we found so many reasons why you absolutely should. So yeah. that's the first thing you want to make sure you're doing something that your body is already acclimated to. So right. We have women come in and we have a whole protocol. Do we, like, are they telling people? Is it just us who know? Oftentimes it's us and the husband that are the first to know. And we start to really pay attention. And at the second trimester, we start to modify for the core. Everyone can stay on the rebounder so long as they feel comfortable. You're elevated, same thing with the treadmill, elliptical bike. If and when your equilibrium becomes too off that you're uncomfortable, we simply do cardio on the floor. But most women stay up until birth, including myself. I jumped until literally the day I went to the hospital. Um, And then everyone takes whatever time they need before coming back in. And they usually ease in, online we have a whole mama series. So we have a whole pre and postnatal series online that leads you through every part of your pregnancy Plus the fourth trimester, which is those three months after birth. Um, So everyone comes back in when they're ready. And the first few questions I ask are, did you have C-section or vaginal? Because that matters. Mm -hmm. We talk about breastfeeding. Are you breastfeeding? What is your milk supply like? Um, Because that's really important for me to know if you're struggling or if it's plentiful Um, it helps me to know how much cardio we should do. If we're struggling, we don't want to come in doing full-out hard cardio. We really need to hold on to those calories. Mm -hmm. So we change things that way. The other thing that's important if you had a vaginal birth is I need to know, you need to know, we need to know if you've been cleared for prolapse. And that's basically, we want to know that everything, our uterus, all the things are going back, have gone back to where they're supposed to be, and that you have that connection again with your core, it's not gonna be exactly where it was, it'll mm-hmm. never return to what it was, right?
2: Oh
1: no. But, what, <laughs> like, really? Oh. oh. I Really? Uh, I mean, really? I'm, I'm yet to do
0: this Bodies
2: change. I <laughs>
0: actually but that's love okay. my body, can, right? Isn't like isn't I, it the best uh, post It pregnancy? is,
2: yeah. I'm in a place where like, uh, sorry, to, um, we'll finish it, but I'm just like, oh. I'm in a place where I like, it is, I was really honest, like I love hate relationship with my body and not like, but I was having comfort, I was like, and as I'm working out, I'm like, it is, it's like the life that you bring and you know, what you carry is so much. And so cool. I'm proud of my body, and have so much respect for women again, um, yeah. just like what they can do. And I've seen pregnant women come in as well, so it's yeah. like, yeah, 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 it's a lot. It's oh, yeah, heavy you stuff.
1: A, you have a rock star in there yeah, right now who, uh, who I won't, I won't name her just in mm-hmm. case she doesn't want to be named. But um, yeah. Yeah. she's become one of our friends in class, and yeah. she, she's right in there doing yeah. define right up until birth.
2: And okay. so, mm-hmm. your abs don't go back to. No,
0: so, so if you think about the abs, our abs are designed like a corset yeah. that zips up the front. And so with each pregnancy, that corset has to open a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and postpartum, it will go back, and, and you do have to be aware of something called diastasis, where that we get too separated and we can't get back. So because we want to avoid that second trimester, which is really... Probably for some would say maybe too early, but I would rather be cautious than not. We don't have to be doing planks when we're pregnant. We have to be working our core. We want to maintain that strength. But what happens in the plank position is you're here, right? And so gravity will start to pull all that weight down. So the heavier our belly gets, the more we're going to be pulling. So we start to modify how we work the core. Mm-hmm. And then postpartum, you know, giving birth is the hardest workout you yep. will ever do. Oh, yeah. And we have to really recover from that. So we have to be very careful with the core um, after pregnancy because we want to gradually, carefully bring things back and regain that strength and connection. I'm sure you can remember immediately post birth, Mm. you didn't feel that connection. It was a whole new. Territory. I, th- I to thought explore. I lost my core
2: for life. Yeah. It was gone. I didn't feel anything. Is but that really what it felt like? Yeah. It yeah. Just yeah wasn't there's gonna... just
0: nothing. And it's blubber. It's it's, it's so blubber. wild to yeah. go from that hard stomach. Yeah. To like. What on earth
2: is I was that? like, where are you? Oh, you're <laughs> loving, writing a love note. Where where did you go? I, can't <laughs> I miss em- my summers. and I miss... I can't
1: imagine either of you with Blubber. In, I mean, if you haven't... I'm weird. sure you guys have all seen Shanina yeah. walking on the catwalk for Victoria's Secret. But if you haven't checked yeah. out L.E.K., go look at <laughs> her Instagram. Yeah. You've never seen such a fit, lean, rock like abs. rock hard abs in your life. Yeah. Blubber and L.E.K. don't go together in the same sentence. Yeah,
0: it does. But <laughs> miraculously... Mm-hmm. They come back. It goes back. Yeah. yeah, And we're just designed that way. You know, when you start breastfeeding, that contraction is what gets your uterus to go back. So the second the baby gets on the boob and starts sucking, that forces the contraction in your uterus to start going back down. And so that's how you get pregnant wrapped.
2: again. <laughs> 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 we're just machine Women are amazing. We're machines. Yeah, we are. Yeah. I remember giving birth and... I I worked out throughout my pregnancy and I loved it. I had – obviously I have a little boy and I just had the energy to work out and I loved it and I kept up with Pilates Mm -hmm. and working on my – yeah, so I was – sorry to say that again, blah, blah. But (laughs) um, a little boy, but I was using like Pilates moves-ish, Pilates moves when I was giving birth. Yeah. And it helped. It yeah. felt like it helped so much. You're
0: preparing yeah. for the toughest workout yeah. of your life. Yeah. So you have to be in shape. Have, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you
2: say you recommend that women
0: try to work out during their pregnancy. Yes. Even if all you can do is walk. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think that anyone who does will tell you that they have an easier birth. Yeah. And a much easier recovery.
2: Yeah.
1: And as you briefly mentioned before, you do actually have some workouts for mothers Mm -hmm. at
0: at L.E.K., don't you? At the studio and online with L.E.K. Fit Digital, yeah.
1: Okay, so let's talk about L.E.K. Fit Digital for a minute, because that is actually how I first found you. Okay. It was during the pandemic, I'm gonna be honest, and uh, this was was long before I knew you, and I stumbled across, I think I, I must have found a video on the Explore page or a friend told me about it or something, so, I signed up for the seven day trial. Okay. It was so hard <laughs> that I think I dropped out at the end of the seven days. That is. Like, like the I first
0: time to, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah.
1: I feel like I need to get fit enough to do this workout. Yes. The part that made me laugh so much is that you were so heavily pregnant when you were teaching these yeah. workouts. I was like, oh, with Lila, my third. I can't keep up with Lauren and she's pregnant with Lila. This is crazy. <laughs> Um, But I did decide to give it another go when we started chatting on on Instagram and I came into the class. And I'm so glad that I did because actually getting in the classroom with you, I think maybe I was doing it wrong. (laughs) Well,
2: that
0: is the common misconception Mm. that I've heard many times. I hear everyone looks too perfect. I can't do that. That's Instagram. I want it to look pretty. And everyone looks amazing. I'm also not going to post anyone in class not looking amazing. So yes, we do. We do. The other thing that I hear is that I'm not in shape enough to do that, which if you say that out loud and think about it, it's crazy.
2: You're absorbing it.
0: Our whole job is to help you get into shape. And we we have online and in the studio once a week, a beginner class, but That's really just designed so that you can feel comfortable and get that like one-on-one or four-on-one in studio. It's a very small class so that you can feel comfortable coming into a full class. But we don't divide with levels. Everyone is welcome online in studio and you find your place and you'll see that over time you'll build up to that and it's what makes it exciting? Like I couldn't do I couldn't hold my plank that way or I couldn't lift my legs that way. But here I am six months later, totally killing it. So mm-hmm. yes, it's hard, but I also follow that up immediately with if it were easy, it wouldn't be doing anything for you. And right. it would be a waste of time. Yeah. yeah. So it has to be hard. It has to be challenging. It's not too hard. Everyone can do it. If the leg lift is too much that day, lose the ankle weights. Yeah. yeah. But then like by Friday, you'll have them back on. Yeah. So yeah. I love for everyone to stay in it and really trust that like anything, like any diet, anything you're trying for the first time, it's a process. And if you get it out of the gate, you're going you're gonna to burn out. So it has to be something that's constantly ongoing. People who have been working out with me for 10 years will never say that anything was easy. Mm, No, that'd be a waste of their time.
1: Yeah, and that is true. I have spoken to a lot of the other students. That some of them have been with you for five years, six years, and they've all said, "Oh, yeah, the reason, uh, the reason that we come here is because it's constantly hard and we get results." In fact, our pregnant friend um in the (laughs) class turned around and said you are responsible for getting her pregnant again because her body was so good oh yeah she did (laughs) her husband couldn't resist her yeah
2: (laughs) she's like look i've been working out my body is hot and i got pregnant again so she's back in yeah her third baby yeah wow third Mm -hmm. yeah wow she is a rock star (laughs) she really is a rock
1: star how does the lek method differ from men to women
0: the amount of weight that we use Mm -hmm. so for instance let's take this week Um, women are doing three pound ankle weights for a portion of the class, and six pounds also for a portion of that class, but men would do six pounds the entire time. And that's really because men are, by nature, biologically stronger than us. So they have to lift just slightly higher, and it doesn't mean we do six, we do 10, but it means that the guys are always lifting a little bit higher than us, or right with us. Um And I'm sure you've seen many of them can't keep up. <laughs> <They>
2: can't. <laughs> I've seen a yeah. lot of men do classes, yeah. like even for you, like they just, they can't keep up. And they look at the women they're like, how do exactly. they do this? Like, yeah. it, we take a lot, but yeah, they would give us a trophy for that because yeah. I've
0: seen them just like. And it's like, a different way than guys are used to yeah. working out. There's, yeah. you know, there's, you see guys lifting big heavy weights in the gym and then slamming them around, and then walking around for twenty minutes. It's like, just yeah. get it done. Like keep that heart rate up, keep it moving, and you'll be on with your life sooner. I really believe that our workout has to be integrated into our daily lives, yeah. but it can't take over. Just get it done. And I agree. Move on. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. You do see that a lot when you go to the gym, don't you? It's just yeah. people just s- scrolling.
0: Oh, oh my goodness, yes. When we were, we took the kids to Cabo a few weeks ago, and <laughs> I went to the gym, and this is me. I'm just like, I couldn't believe it. On the bike, on the treadmill, yep. on the elliptical, it yeah. was wild. I mean, is
1: that doing anything? Nope. When it, yeah, it's not, is
2: it? I was talking nope. to my friend today, and I was like, are you at the gym? It's like, Yes. So you're not really doing no. anything. What's the point? No. I hear clink, clink of the weights in the background. I'm like, wait. Oh, he's like, yeah. I'm just kind of bored. I was like, no. I actually brought him to a workout class, and he died. He's yeah. like, I can't keep up because yeah,
0: you're forced to keep continue yeah. in a class. Yeah, that's, I think group fitness is the best, even from being at home and seeing that live class. Yeah, that's why we did it that way because yeah. you have that accountability of everyone else in the room with you. Getting it done.
2: Yeah, so. I, I I like to be motivated. I like to go to classes. For sure. I want someone yelling at me. Yeah, you don't yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't yell Jennifer, at me. Jennifer. No, but it keeps you up. It keeps you like eat, like keeps up a score with yeah. yourself and yeah. makes sure yeah. that you're getting the workout done and that you're being trained properly, yes. which is really important for your own safety yes. as well for your Form body. Is everything. Form is everything.
1: Yeah, and it's also nice to just get up i find wake up in the morning and just get out the door and go to your workout before you've even had a chance to think about it because otherwise i'm like i'll do it later yeah oh i'm tired oh wow i didn't do it
0: (laughs) you know that's what happens yeah meanwhile you're like still in your workout gear yeah yeah Yeah, that's
1: literally me why Mm
2: -hmm. does our skin look so good after your class good the rebounder. It's, um, but like, it's really weird. The
0: rebounder is amazing. So the rebounder. Is it because of the rebounder? Well, it's part partially because of the rebounder and the environment that I've created at the studio. But the rebounder activates your lymphatic system. It is the only piece of equipment that does that. Oh, wow. And your lymphatic system is the system that rids us of toxins. So lymphatic massage has become very, very popular. Great, but you can do two things at once with us. You can work out and activate your lymphatic system, um, which is amazing. And it's our system that only works if we activate it. Mm -hmm. Second, because we're in Los Angeles and it's extremely dry, I have controlled humidity in the studio. And in large part because we are in a very dry environment and we all being in LA and probably elsewhere spend a lot of time, money and effort on our skin and on our hair and we're not gonna go into our workout and reverse those things. So, we have to go into our workout and only add to those things. So, that's why we have the controlled humidity. So, you're getting a facial and when you're you getting infrared, yeah. you're an infrared yeah. heat. Not a heated workout, just enough that once you get warm, you stay warm and it's infrared versus oh. like a heating HVAC system, which just dries you out. It actually is beneficial as well.
1: Is it good to heat your workouts versus not heated? Does I it make that much of a think, difference?
0: So n- yeah, yes and no. Um, sweating is just sweating. It doesn't, it's not indicative of anything other than you sweat out toxins and water, but you, you have to replenish that water, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bunch of things. It's one, it's psychological, right? Like we love, most people love to sweat. You feel accomplished. And so that's totally okay. Um, but heating to the point where your body isn't getting that heat, that temperature, that you're being forced like a hot yoga class. Now, now the yoga police are gonna come after me.
1: <laughs> <But> <laughs> All these police. Yeah, the yoga police <laughs> like, are here too. <laughs> like if
0: you, if you walk into a room and you immediately start sweating simply because of the room, mm. you put yourself in danger because your body is going to feel like it can stretch, move a certain way And maybe it's not ready for that yet so we like to keep it not a forced heat just a comfortable heat completely based on what it is outside so right now we're in la we're in august september which we're like this is our summer Mm. like now it's about to get really hot so we won't have very much heat in the room but when we're in the winter months we do heat the room so that once you come in and you start working out you stay warm because what what is also not very fun is if you go to the gym, you know, like they're the opposite. You get in there and it's like 74, 72 degrees and you're warming up your body and then you get blasted with some air conditioning and that doesn't feel good for your muscles mm-hmm. Oh, I hate that. It's I hate worst. walking into a cold gym. gym. A cold sweat is the and worst. And just like
1: shivering. Yep. And I mean, oh. I actually have a great gym in my building at home. And I'm freezing. Don't, your we don't use it because it's Temperature is everything. Yeah.
0: yeah, and in LA, the humidity yeah. Yeah. is a game changer, and that causes injury. It does. Yeah, yeah. you go, you can be too cold for sure, and that can cause it. Or I think what I've seen more often is that you've gotten too hot, mm. and you've done something that your body wasn't equipped, or you weren't actually warmed up in your body to do. Mm. And you did, you know, you did some sort of backbend or some situation. Um, And then, yeah, you're at risk for injury.
1: So let's talk about hacks because I'm constantly seeing on your Instagram, um, you do have, even though you you allow yourself to eat whatever you want, you do have a routine that you seem to stick to, you know, pretty much all the time. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about
0: that routine? Yeah. Uh, The first thing I do in the morning is oil pull. What is that? What is it? So oil pulling, actually, one of my clients got me onto this years ago. And you do it right away before you've had anything to drink. So I haven't even had my water yet immediately. And lately I've been doing olive oil. just feels better. You can do coconut oil. There's things that are made just specifically for oil pulling. But I've been doing olive oil. And you take a swig and you hold it in. And I like, you know, like mush it around or whatever. You're not swallowing it. You're not drinking it. You're not gargling it. You're oil pulling, and I hold it in. You you have to be very careful. So my girlfriend called me the other, the other day. She's like, I did oil pulling, like you said, and my jaw is killing me. I said, Oh no no no! You're not supposed to be working your jaw. That whole wait a minute. What st- is that even? Tasting what? wine? It's just in there. Yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. Working your jaw. Well, you're yeah. in. So you're like, <laughs> What so, was she doing? Take, she brought some. <laughs> like you take it in else you're else like, mm, here, yeah. and you're just like. <laughs> you hold it in for 20 minutes and you spit it out then you brush your teeth and then I go on to my apple cider vinegar situation what does the pulling but do the though? pulling pulls all the stuff that it that has accumulated in your mouth overnight you know like our mouths oh. are like the gateway yeah. to yeah. all the things and so you know the theory I was just saying that i just it,
2: smell morning breath from someone <laughs>
0: that I've I'm like oh sorry <laughs> you know, yeah okay, you have like accumulated <laughs> all kinds of things yeah Overnight while you were sleeping. So it helps to pull all that out, spit it out, brush your teeth. And then I do um, apple cider vinegar, lemon or lime, and warm water. Yep, big fan
1: of that too. I kind of make a tea in the morning yeah. now where uh, I combine apple cider vinegar, uh, lemon, hot water. Yeah. And you don't even need honey in it because the ACV kind of makes it sort of sweet. It does.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. it really is good.
1: Yeah, it's a really nice tea.
2: Can we talk about why you do apple cider vinegar, hot water and lemon, because a lot of people don't be like, why what does why do you do that? What what are the benefits from that?
0: Detoxing, um, pulling again off overnight, like all the digestion it really it really digestion it helps to rev things up. Mm. Um and at least for me it feels like I'm detoxifying my body and, and helps get things going. Yeah.
1: I got really into ACV um, when I discovered this Instagram account called glucose goddess. Uh, Jessie's a scientist, and I can say she honestly changed my life uh, with her sugar-balancing hacks, Mm -hmm. I guess – so, and the biggest one she she pushes through her Instagram is taking a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar in water, drunk through a straw because it's acidic and it can mess up the enamel in your teeth. Yes. Um, and I also rinse my mouth with water afterwards. Yes. Um, but the reason she teaches you to do that is because it can reduce your blood glucose spike when you eat by 30%.
0: Before you, so doing it before each meal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing. I did that after all
0: my kids.
1: Right. I so don't,
0: I'm not as good about it now, but but right after I had all, you know, I, I had some weight. I wanted to get off and change my body, and so before each meal, I did that. Yeah, wow. the I think biggest it a lot.
1: Yeah, the biggest thing I noticed, though is I don't crash in no. the afternoons mm-hmm. when no. I do it, like because you've got you're balanced and you, you, and you balanced. crave like way less of the sugar and yes. the crap. Um, and so you don't
0: y- need the blue bottle coffee run. Exactly. I like still like the blue bottle. Okay, I, know, I feel like that's just <laughs> like I know. I'm really bad at drinking coffee way too late in the day. So you drink Me too. Coffee? Do you think it's a mom thing? I think it's a mom thing. I think I just love the taste. Yes. Like, <sighs> I love coffee. Yeah.
2: The I, I hated coffee before. Really? really? Hated coffee. I came to New York and being on set for extreme hours.
0: So I learned like needed I needed it. a coffee.
2: Yeah. I was like, oh, but I hated it, and then I was like, just got acclimated to the taste. Yeah, I mean, and then for me, yeah, then it was like matcha because mm. I don't know if coffee is that. It's the the spike of like really high, and then the right the, the matcha is kind of matcha even. is like a yeah um, even space. Yeah, um, and it, I guess what I call but it the it calm good. down as is, is is less. But it's like gross. I'm yeah. really bad at coffee at four o'clock and I know the coffee shop's closing at
0: five but yeah we race there yeah we, we race love it I think it is I think it is a new new I mean not even almost a one-year-old but yeah yeah I think I was the same way now I'm pretty good at stopping but mm. well what's o'clock.
1: my excuse I don't have kids I just it's I just so like good. being cracked out
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's a social thing yeah you know
1: like, yeah
0: you know. yeah absolutely talk to us about food
1: how many meals a day do you eat
0: I so I am not hungry in the morning. Okay, me too. So I I'm not like a f- first thing down to breakfast. Like my husband, like I don't even talk to him until he's had a shot of espresso and something in his stomach. Like he is. It doesn't even if we had dinner at like ten o'clock, ten thirty. He's like eating breakfast at seven a.m. I'm right? Like, yo, like I'm not yeah. even there yet so i don't do like breakfast first thing i prefer to do all my rituals um, and then my workout and then probably like an hour hour and a half in between i'll have a green juice right after i work out and then i start to get hungry i guess like the gwyneth paltrow vibes of yeah dinner. but you know what like it works i'm also you know thinking about on my way here i assumed we would talk about food and stuff i am um, i'm 43 years old and so your metabolism does change as you get older. And I can't believe you're 43. Oh no, it's crazy. <laughs> just, every time you said, "I just had a moment," I was like, I'm like 43." Oh, <laughs> God, I really, but I am, and I. What am I going to do? Not embrace it. I, it's just what I am. Um, you look 20. So, <laughs> thank you, Nancy Samelitis. Um Shut up. Shut up the hacks. Um, so yeah, so I, um, I'm, I'm just not that hungry. I'm 43. Like I said, my metabolism is different and changing and I prefer to eat only when I'm hungry. Right. So I probably have like what I call brunch, right? Like that's my favorite meal Big of the Big brunch day. fan over here yeah. too. Yeah. And then I have dinner with my family. And if I'm hungry in the middle of the day, which I am, I'll mm. certainly snack. Always have something for dessert. Um, and I, there's, like I said, there's no rules. So if I'm hungry, I eat. If I'm yeah. not hungry, I'm not going to eat
1: it. So you don't consciously fast. You just listen, listen to your body. Listen
0: to my body completely. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a
2: lot of – some people, like, love breakfast. My partner and I, we just – we're not breakfast people. Like, yeah. I'm not – and it's be, ever. it's been like that since I was a child. Same. Like, f- my, my mom trying to force like me yes. to eat. And I've been – there was – sorry, TMI, but, like, one time I threw up. Because I just yeah. don't want it. Yeah. And I've learned, like, it just doesn't work for me. I literally follow your method as well. I hear that, like, I have a green juice, I'll have a coffee or a green juice. Yeah. Georgia and I usually do brunch because we're talking about work or whatever it is. Yeah. And we love, like, a wrap, you know, um, breakfast wrap yes. filled with everything. Big yes. burrito
1: fan over Big here. Big burrito <laughs> fans
2: here. And yeah, and then dinner is my favorite meal yeah. of the day. I um, love dessert too. Yeah. Love. Big
0: dessert. For I people. can't go to bed without dessert. So
2: do yeah. you believe just like listening to your body yeah. is most important?
0: Yeah. I think across the board for anything, your intuition, how you're feeling with your workout, that's a big reason why we have at LEK Fit different concepts because you might wake up and not want to do a boost class. You might just want to take it to the mat you might want to just do a 20 minute LEK Fit Chill. That's why we offer all of those things. You don't feel forced to do something and you you just listen, check in, where am I at? What am I needing today? And do with that. I think if we live that way, ultimately we find that we're much happier and satisfied. I think if we're depriving ourselves or forcing something, we're not gonna be satisfied and that leads to all kinds of demise.
2: Yeah. I have a bit of a naughty question. Yes. Oh. Um, do you think workouts help sex libido?
0: Yeah, of course.
2: Yeah? For sure. 100%. Okay. 100%. So the workouts really boost serotonin yeah. and I've your sex. I've also been
0: known to be like the baby-making class. I mean, our playlists are pretty sexy. They are they pretty are. sexy. They
2: are.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm in a music video. But yeah. I love it.
1: Yeah, no, I it's, very, so... it's very motivating.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Gets you some ideas for the bedroom. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I was like, some wow, moves. that's great. Laura, <laughs> I might try that one.
1: Go to, you go to L.E.K. Fit to limber up and then go home, honey. There was a while where there doing?
0: were so many of us who were pregnant. Yeah. Really? At the same time. Mm. I love it. Was that. it summer? It was. It, it was in the summer. Spring, summer. Yeah. 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 This was in my first studio pre-2020 times. Okay, so um,
1: you just called it 2020. You didn't call it COVID <laughs> or the pandemic. No. Let's talk about that because I know but you've still? got some some views on... on some uh, strong opinions. Yeah, some strong opinions on vaccines and stuff, which actually I do too. Yeah. Um, I'm certainly not an anti-vaxxer. I've been vaccinated for everything uh, and it's fine if people are. Um, but I got a vaccine injury. Yeah. So we've talked a bit about this, you know, outside of the podcast. Yeah. And um, you had you had sort of an interesting journey through 2020, didn't you? We did, yeah. What we
0: happened? Did. So long story short, my very first studio, I started out of our home. Um, we have a garage guest house that we started the studio in, in Hancock Park. And in 2019, we finally found the space that we were in today it took quite some time to build out and during that time we were thankfully blessed to be so overwhelmed with classes and people that my home could no longer sustain it and my neighbors would no longer tolerate it and this is in 2019 this isn't so we started in I launched officially private, if you know, you know, classes in 2013. In 2016, yeah. we launched LEK Fit Digital. And also by 2016, it was kind of like anyone and everyone who could find us through Instagram, online, Google search, if you found us, you could sign up for class and come to my house. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, so we did that. And we, it took it actually took years to find the space that we're actually in now. And so once we finally did, we had outgrown home studio and we moved to a pop-up in summer of 2019 right next to Republic so just a few blocks oh, yes. from yeah. where we are today on La Brea right. and everything was going smooth we were building out the new studio we were down on the other corner and um, on that fateful day in March mm-hmm. of 2020 March um, 14th Ooh. there was a notice. That we were we were going to have to close, and um, that made absolutely zero sense to me—not one bit of it.
1: So you heard about this horrible, scary virus mm-hmm. that was from overseas, and I was—we pre- started-
0: should say I was—I was pregnant at the time, oh, so okay. I had every reason to be. So terrified. you were
1: immediately skeptical of COVID. Like mm-hmm. you weren't worried, oh, my God, this because, I mean, I, re- I remember back to that time I was hearing rumours coming out of, you know, different places on earth that uh, I remember somebody – I think it was my mother called me and said, you know, people are falling over in the streets and just dying and made it sound like it was some sort of, you know, Ebola virus or something. And, yeah. and so I got scared for the first few weeks. I thought, oh, my God, what is this thing? Like are we all going to go out in the streets and die?
0: and then And then, yeah, you didn't believe that. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I didn't. I um. I just didn't. I think that I, whatever it is, and not to get religious, but I think I've been blessed or given some. We, we all have it, especially as females, intuition, and I have really been able to tap into mine, listen to mine, and. Intuitively, instinctively, it, it made no sense to me. And right. if something doesn't make sense to me, I'm not capable of following it. Yeah. Um, understanding. And so I had a similar thing. I, I had just announced our pregnancy and I remember getting out of my car into this going into the studio and somebody says to me, You better get a bunch of masks, Lauren. This is gonna be major. And I was like, what? And I just, like, blew it off. And I, it it just didn't – I couldn't wrap my head around it. It made no sense. And so we um, – and d- on top of that, I am actually a huge germaphobe because I don't have time to be sick. Right. So, yeah, there's 10, I, ten, yeah. ten times yeah. ever in the studio. I remember <laughs> when somebody said uh, – my production, who was with me at the time, she's since moved out of Los Angeles. Uh, but she stayed working closely with us during that entire time. But she literally said – she's like – I'm just going to live like Lauren lives. Like, I was always cleaning, washing my hands. If you were sick, like, yo, maybe go home or don't come near me because Mm, none mm. of us have time for this. Go take care of you. Get well. Come back. And that was our motto, and that just made sense to me. This made absolutely no sense to me. Um, And at the time, I was pregnant and had two very young children. And we had the studio. We had the pop-up. And as you know, we know, we're in Los Angeles, which was – one of the hubs of insanity mm. and so, so you feel like it was insanity i feel like it was absolute insanity and just so many things were so there's no better word than insane. I remember being at the OB for one of my checkups and Romy, my eight year old now at the time was in preschool and her preschool emailed and said, this was like within days of saying everything's closing and then they literally emailed within like two days and they said we're gonna stay open for these kids if you wanna come, come if you don't, blah, blah, blah. And I said to my OB, oh my God, Romy's school's gonna stay open. Should I send her? She said absolutely, hands down. Her kid was in elementary school. She said if my son's school was staying open, he'd be there on Monday center. Cut to within 24 hours, that was all canceled because
1: people Within 24
0: hours. People started saying, you know, all the things that we were told if you were open, all the things that you were told. So my children, I had preschooler and um, first grader. They were – that was it. School was over. They they were done. So they were – homeschooled for almost two years
1: how did you feel as a mother having these young children at home what was that like and a business owner
0: I'll tell you the saddest thing and and he was so young he probably doesn't remember but it is etched into my brain so deeply I'll never forget it the absolute saddest thing was I hope I don't cry Mm. was that we kept them in we were so like what is happening what are we doing here and and the school that he was in did the whole, do you know, I hate the word Zoom also. I'm so traumatized. <laughs> you are. You're triggered by the word Zoom US. <laughs> um, but they tried the whole Zoom thing. And my husband was very much like, these kids have to stay in school. Like, we're not going to lose this education. Yeah. So he was adamant that my son get online. And I remember getting the computer. My kids had barely been on screens unless we were on an airplane. They had not been on iPads they oh, wow. were not they'd never seen like a laptop besides ours they'd never been on one so you didn't
1: use Miss Rachel as your babysitter like no I don't even a lot know of she was
0: around I don't think she, was. Oh, she, no. wasn't. she wasn't around yeah she's only like yeah she's a godsend she like two years yeah. fresh <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah. she yeah. wasn't around so I put him on and I'll never forget went into his room. It was early in the morning everyone's discombobulated I was pregnant we had the little preschooler we had him and I signed him on and they had all the pop-ups of the kids Mm. and i i stood in his bedroom door and i watched him sit in his pajamas with his back against his bed on the floor at that computer and i just watched tears run down his face as he watched and and i took it and i said done we're done no i'm not no way we're not doing that thankfully we, um, our neighbors are our best friends and our kids' best friends, yeah. and we just, and we found our people, and we, one of my best friends developed a camp, did a camp, sorry, hit the That's okay. That's okay. Um, did a camp at our house during that summer for all the kids who weren't being locked up in their house, and we just kept them moving and playing sports and dancing and did homeschooling. Not myself. Thank God I found a tutor. Um, And we kept them going as normal as possible. So with that, the studio, um, because where we are, there were, if you can believe it, people going around and finding, um, I'm sure you saw all the sensationalized arrests. There were all kinds of crazy things so we closed the pop-up um and at the time we we're doing construction on our home and we were set to turn the studio what was the studio into what is now our pool house we kept it the studio i maintained lek fit digital the entire time mm-hmm. we my husband and i who's also my business partner made the conscious decision at the time we had like 20 employees we said we will keep anyone and everyone employed wants to be employed we gave everyone a raise oh wow and we we kept everyone employed now ultimately one by one some would just trickle off and decide they couldn't leave their house they could whatever the things that were coming up for them but we, we ended that time um, with four employees that we kept through the whole time. Wow. And then begin our began our rehiring process, but I kept that going, and then we kept construction going on the studio, and the second that was open, I was there with classes, and I didn't, it just didn't occur to me that there would be such a backlash for being a space that kept people healthy should they choose as grown adults to, to make be, that choice, to, to make go. that choice. And yeah. so, um, and I I, I guess it's just my nature, or my personality. I didn't feel the need to hide it or be scared about, I, I just, I knew that I wasn't doing anything but mm. helping. There was no harm being done. Um, but I also wasn't prepared for the amount of crazy backlash from the emails to reporting us to the city, to all the horrible Google and Yelp reviews, all of the horrible text messages I received from anyone who had my number was obviously considered a friend.
1: What? Um, People would just, just, they just decided the to common. abuse you because not you made are not your friends
0: it. anymore. No. So
1: wait, let me get this straight. So you made a decision to keep your studio open. Mm -hmm. You you weren't going to people's houses, dragging them out and forcing them in there. So these (laughs) are clearly people that that felt the same way you did. Yeah. Yeah. And and
0: people were abusing you for that? Legit. And, I mean, gosh, I mean, one day I should just, like, print all of them that – the, the direct messages, the emails, the texts, the Yelp reviews, the Google reviews. Um, thankfully, legally, they were lies. And so if you have a business and somebody is spreading lies about you, you're able to take legal action on those things. And mm-hmm. so we did. Um, but, yeah, and, and I wasn't going to have people working out in any way with their face covered and their nose covered.
2: Yeah. It's that, dangerous. That I remember doing that and I couldn't beyond. breathe.
0: That yeah. was beyond.
2: And now... So, so what, you're not supposed to breathe in your own oxygen. No, you're That's not. Said, and you shouldn't out. be
0: wearing those types of masks either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... They're not just plain pieces of clean, organic cloth. That's not what they're made out of. Yeah. Um, so no, we didn't because that made absolute no sense to me. And so there was a whole backlash of that and I had to you know people there was a there was a reporting system which it's crazy to me that in the United States that something could happen like that but it was and and we handled it very diplomatically and thankfully I know my rights and I know the law and we handled that but we would have to deal with daily weekly drive-bys from the city and harassment and yeah it was white. Wow. wild Um, time.
1: What kind of impact did this have on your business? Was it good for business? Was it bad for business? It was
0: both. We went through, you know, I think it's no secret we're in Los Angeles, which is a very specific city in the overwhelming views. It is crazy and ultimately really sad to me that it that something like this became a political situation. Yeah, it did. Um, sure did. Yeah, I mean, probably Yeah, by design, I would think, because yeah. it was so strong.
1: Unfortunately, a lot of people support politics like sporting teams, don't they? They don't yes. really think, well, I kind of agree with a bit from column A yeah. and a bit from column B. And yeah. You know, it's like you support one or the other. Yeah. And yeah. even if morally it's not what you agree with. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I guess I just I became fearless about it. I I had a sense that yeah, they they weren't my friend then. They probably never were my friend. And mm. and these were, it's it's crazy how they're it's your closest friend who you think is your closest. And so there was a grieving period for sure wow. to deal with that. And then it would be the strangers, people who I mean, people really thought that you were a threat, and then would send threats your way, and it was it was complete and utter chaos. But I just, it, it would not have been within my nature to conform or do something that didn't feel right. Yeah.
1: I mean, even if people listening right now don't agree with your decision to stay open or whatever, and everyone's entitled to their own of opinions, course. I think you have to respect somebody who actually takes – time to think about things themselves and make their own decisions and common
0: sense is not
1: necessarily yeah fall into the hysteria yeah which it
0: was yeah it was it was hysteria And, and look I can certainly understand that fear and I think I could have easily felt it I was pregnant I had young kids and I just, I don't know what it is other than a God given intuition that mm-hmm. I was able to really tap into and follow. I think it's the, for me, COVID,
2: there were so many stories of what it is and what it wasn't. It was we hard didn't to have, know. It, like, the, yeah. yeah, it's the unknown that creates fear. Sure. No one wants to get sick, no one wants to die, yeah. going to the hospital, and your aim wasn't to. You know, have people in a room and spread COVID. Of course not. Spread healthy. anything. Spread you don't anything. Want yeah, there for, who's for yourself. Sick. You're pregnant. Yeah. I think for me, the times that I tried my best to not get COVID, I ended up getting COVID. It's just like
1: hilariously always at the
2: same always time. Always at me. the same time.
1: <laughs> and something's and airborne. Just, yeah.
2: Yeah. Also, like how you take care of yourself also attracts. Like you know, when you're run down, yeah, you catch. A flu like if you're taking care of yourself and listen everybody's different as well don't say it doesn't you know you can be healthy and some people were really really healthy and unfortunately got COVID and had you know terrible things that happened but um why
1: I said it was hilarious that Shanina and I had COVID at the same time is because we we've had it three or four times at the same time in different countries yeah so we joke about – you know how women's periods can get synced? Yes. We joke that our COVID gets synced. <laughs> we're so like, COVID
2: buddies. Yeah, we're COVID I've buddies. I've had it four times, and I had the, the big
0: one yeah. before, the, the, big vaccine, one.
2: before yeah. the vaccine. Did yeah.
1: you get that one?
0: I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what I've had. I've, I've probably since – I mean, thankfully, knock on wood, I don't get sick very often. Not surprised. You're so healthy. Yeah, because you're yeah. – <laughs> But I want to say – there was I feel like in like my twenties I feel like around college like I got like a really intense flu like once in my twenties once before I met my husband, and the times over the past few years that I've gotten sick it's been like a twenty four hour bug amazing what well, for you knock like, on whatever but yeah, yeah I mean yeah healthy immune system
2: I'm sorry that your friends came after you during that time especially you know while you're pregnant but yeah. Did they
0: circle back? No. I mean, but I'm, I don't know if it's my star sign, Taurus, like. stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. The ball's out. done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I have a that's Taurus rising. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, you have to believe that things happen the way yeah. that they're supposed to. Right. I ended up finding my amazing core group of friends and we are like-minded, not completely. Mm. We balance each other. Yeah. Yeah. And so it works. Yeah.
1: How do you feel about the vaccine?
0: Because I, um... I know how I
1: feel about the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. How do you I feel mean... about it, Georgia? <laughs> I'll tell you. I'm, I'm very pro-vaccines in general. Sure. Um, I was vaccinated for everything as a kid. Uh, I, be- I believe that vaccines have saved us from some pretty nasty stuff in the past. Um, I wasn't anti-vax with the COVID vaccine either. I-, I definitely had my reservations getting it because it was a vaccine that was produced quite quickly out of necessity. Sure. Um, but I didn't really feel like I wanted it because I just had the first strain, which I did get quite sick, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, but I'm young and healthy. And so I was able to survive it. And then right after that, when I had a really high amount of antibodies in my system, I had to go to Australia and Australia, uh, in order to get in at the time, you, it was mandatory that you had to be vaccinated and they did not take into account, uh, prior exposure, immunity, anything like that. So, I remember at the time I thought, well, that's ridiculous. That's literally going to get science, Mm -hmm. which I do have a problem with. Mm -hmm. Um, But I hadn't seen my mum in two years. So, I wanted to go back to see my family. So, I went and got vaccinated and I got the two Pfizer shots. Immediately after taking the first Pfizer shot, I passed out in the car. My gums were bleeding, um, and that went on for weeks. Uh, I just really didn't feel well. And then I started to get nerve pain down this arm, um, which to this day has never gone away. Right. But I ended up getting the second shot. I thought, oh, you know, maybe maybe I'm just a bit sick after the first one. Got the second shot so I could go back to Australia. My body's never recovered. And I, I don't – I'm not a scientist, but the only thing I can think of is that because I got vaccinated so soon after having COVID, yeah. even though I was cleared by my doctor to do so – my body just got overloaded. Yeah. Mm. You know, so, um, so yeah, not an anti-vaxxer, but
0: that one was strong. Yeah. Mm. How do you feel about it? When I became a mom for the first time 10 years ago, that was the height of what we call anti-vaxxing, which is like a bad title to give it. It should just be a choice to... Put something in your body right. or not, but I don't. I don't know if you guys remember, but Jenny McCarthy, who's an mm-hmm. like yes. amazing actress model, was really vocal about it, and I. She experienced a significant amount of backlash simply she by did. voicing yep. something that she had experienced, and she is who she is. So she had a voice, and she used it. And when I was a mom, I I just didn't. When I became a mom, I didn't really know. I but I re, I knew that and i was lucky enough to meet a woman who had also experienced through her sister a terrible vaccine injury so i was able to have those that awareness and i i i just learned about it, it didn't become anti or pro anything mm-hmm. i just had an awareness that things could happen and again i had that keen call it intuition whatever it is i had that keen sense that I'm not going to put something in my body if I don't need it. So with that, I don't I don't take medicine yeah. unless right. I need it. Yeah. Um, when I and I and I had that already as a teenager, um, so I just knew that if I didn't need something, why would I take something? And so. With my kids, um, we live in the state of California, so certain things have to be done, and they've been given certain things that made me feel comfortable, and at the time, I know I've said to you, if I had to do it all over again, I would give them nothing, and I'm, I am have no problem saying that, because that's my choice they're for my kids, children. your kids, yeah. 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 If, I, if I knew then what I know now, I would have done things very differently, but thankfully, they're completely fine, I'm completely fine, yeah. but... With something like this, and it, it's it, the same thought that I have around the flu shot. I don't give that to myself nor my children because it just doesn't seem to be something they need. So I had very much the same idea with this, this new vaccine, that right. why mm. would I give them that? So no, I didn't. Um, yep. They're not. I'm not. And it's not something that we would ever even consider.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it, to me, it sort of felt like... Looking back, and like I said, I made the decision to do it because I wanted to see my family, but right. I kind of feel like we were sort of lab rats. You know, mm. that's sort kind of what it felt like. It's like, how could you possibly test this adequately
0: when you're rolling it out in that amount of time? It's the same It's the same thing that applies to everything, is common sense. Mm. So even with a workout, if you go to a workout and you look at what's going on and people are – look like they're in pain mm. or you see them the next day and they're not able to walk or they're not able to perform something, you would want to dig into that common sense and say, this workout's not for me. Right. Mm. So you just, you have to apply that to everything in life. And to I mean, just all, all of it, yeah. the way that you were driving up to get it in your car, it just, the whole thing was so outlandish yeah, yeah. that it, it wouldn't have even occurred to me to get it done simply because of how it was being done. I mean, also ingrained is could the former, um, was it governor of New York who was on TV eating french fries, talking about if you got it, you would get McDonald's french fries. Oh <laughs> Wait, what? Do you remember that? No, oh, I don't remember. There was I mean, some wild so stuff. so wild things. <laughs> yeah. I
2: think for me... The COVID vaccine wasn't a cure. It was a treatment to stop yeah. the spread from. It was a decision that we had to make for everybody else. Um, and that was the hard thing because it's like we have to get back to life and work. And how do we help other, especially with the elderly? I think the kids, for me, I've taken my son to the pediatrician. They offer the COVID vaccine. For me, absolutely. For babies? Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. What? Oh, God. Even though the science, we know now. Absolutely not. I'm
2: not having my child. This is just my personal opinion.
0: If you read the fine print. I
2: don't want... He's Mm -hmm. a growing... He's a growing baby. And I... For me, uh, even still, like, COVID, vaccine's still very fresh and new. Right. And... We've seen some repercussions where people taking the vaccine. I think it's sometimes we just everyone's body is so different and what mm. they react to, yeah. and I've seen that. And for me, I've seen a lot of women dealing with blood clots after, mm. just from my point of view. And I can be wrong. Like I'm not a scientist. I don't know. But, you don't, but you just don't have to. just don't know. Yeah. It's the again. The, it's a, the unknown. Yeah. Everything is based on a choice. And COVID was a place of like, the unknown. It was a fear. Yeah. For and sure. I, um, I did Johnson and Johnson. I was, like, <laughs> I'm scared of needles. I'm okay with needles, but I'm like, I'll do one sh- one. Yeah. one shot, and um, I'm done. And the reactions for everybody, like my partner, he had COVID for 24 hours pretty much after he got the vaccine. Right. Yeah. Um, me, I was fine. Did it stop me from getting COVID? I got COVID four times after <laughs> I had my vaccine. Yeah,
1: I kept getting it. Like. Clockwork. Clockwork. Pretty much every six months.
2: And the booster wasn't going to help because I've had family who's had the booster and got sick a week later, two weeks later, three weeks later. (laughs) So for me, I made that. (laughs) Yeah, it's your experience. (laughs) People make choices off their experience.
0: And you should be able to just make your own choice and not be afraid should you choose to share what that choice is about anything. I have friends that have had plastic surgery and get Botox and will swear up and down that they've never done that. And yep. that's okay. That's yeah. not something they have to share. That's their own personal choice and we should just all give grace and be okay. We're all with in the world now. We're so involved with what everyone else is doing and much much to our des- demise, right? Like we put that stuff out there, we share it. And it's just a a cycle ongoing. We're sharing everything so that we feel like we're entitled to know everything. And we're not. And entitled to
2: judge
1: other people when we're not.
0: I will say, though, when the right measure
2: I've taken when I've been sick, though, is mask up, stay inside. And, like, I want to be... Cautious of everybody else. And even That's I've got sick around my like sick. my yeah. my baby. I was like, I'm I'm putting mask on, I sent him to grandma's. I was yeah. like, I don't want anyone to get sick. So yeah. um Yeah,
1: but you're actually sick, I'm sick. at that point. My
2: uh, uh uh Zai's dad, I've had COVID three times around him, he's kissed me. He doesn't get it. He
1: never gets it. He's never had it, has he? Never had he it. is his dad.
0: Never. So maybe it's like a genetic thing. Well, it's so interesting. I don't know what it was like when you guys were kids, but when God. I was a kid, like if you got something your mom wanted everyone to get it, so it would just run through your house and you'd be done with it. Yeah. Our parents yeah used I to remember have, that. Yeah. yeah. She was can help everybody get, get it. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Getting sick is part of life. And getting sick is exercising your body's immune system. That's yeah. what I would tell my kids. Again, like what we believe in God in my house, so we talk about that a lot. My kids are in Catholic school. But you have a God given immune system and your body is designed. You're supposed to go to the park when you're little and play in the sand and hold the dirt and have your feet off and have your shoes off and get dirty because that's how you build up immunity to life, you don't want to be the person who doesn't want to go to the restaurant because you're scared of germs. You don't, you don't want to be the person who doesn't want to shake hands or give hugs because you're scared of that stuff. You Sounds like a boring life. life. Right. <laughs> you want to be out and travel and do all kinds of things and be in all kinds of places and trust that your body knows what to do. Your body yeah. knows how to handle these things. It's designed. It's so Miraculous and amazing. It's designed. And yes, things happen. There are terrible, absolutely Absolutely. terrible tragedies. I'm not, of course, disputing that. But that doesn't have to make everything for everyone. That, too, is very much a part of life. And that's just... Mm. That's just what it
2: is. Yeah. There's – it was a lot of tragedy I've seen. It really affected the elderly. Obviously, your body changes with age and your organs change. So it's more of a fight for them, and that was terrible to watch. It's like any flu season. Any flu season. You always have to
0: be more cautious.
2: And the spread of the time rate was the effect of why it was really, really bad as well because so many people had to go to the hospital – they just don't have the care to take care of that many people, yeah. but there was so I've seen so many unfortunate events where it just like young, healthy people, it just like took over their body and it really unfortunate events happened. Um, it was it's terrible. It survival, it little for me how I looked at it, it was survival of the fittest. It was it's it was scary times. It is a fear that it was the unknown yeah, of like what's going to happen, um, but I think. It is right, like choice for yourself, to is really important um, for people to not judge or maybe just understand it. And you don't have to agree. You yeah, can be like, gra- I disagree. Yeah,
0: and you don't, you don't even have to understand somebody else. Yeah, you just have to have grace. Because there's a ton of it that I don't understand, but I, choice. It, it's not, it's not my life. It's your life. Mm-hmm. So you do you. I'm gonna do me. But we shouldn't force what you're doing to be what I'm doing and vice versa. Agreed. It's just across the board on all things. Yeah.
1: Agreed. I admire your strength and your independence you. and, and your free free thinking spirit. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. It's been amazing having you in here today. Thank, Thank you so you much for joining Thank you. us. My pleasure. We can't wait to get
2: back into class. Yes.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you.